Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey, FOMO sapiens, it's 2023. We made it. And this is Faux Mondays the Snackable Companion to FOMO Sapiens, which of course will be back with our season nine premiere this Thursday. But until then, happy FOMO Monday, best day of the week, best day of the year. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO Sapiens 24-7. I gotta tell you, I wanna talk today about season nine. So many thoughts, so many emotions. I'm really excited about it. I wanna tell you what's coming at you, but I wanna talk also just about what's been going on in the world, in my life, get you caught up on what's in my head so that you understand where this season is coming from. Now, I have spent the last couple months on the road. I went I went everywhere, actually. I think I went everywhere. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that. But if you don't, because you're too focused and you don't wanna get distracted, I'll tell you where I went. And by the way, if you want to check this stuff out, there's pictures at Patrick J. McGinnis. I went, let's see, starting in early November, I started with a little tour of Moldova, then Croatia, then Azerbaijan. And that was for a client of mine that wanted me to look at the early stage venture capital market there. And it was interesting to be in those places because Moldova is right next to Ukraine and Russia. And in fact, recently they lost a lot of power. They lost power for like a day because some of the attacks that have been happening against Ukraine affected them. There have been some rockets that have actually launched in and hit parts of Moldova. I was in the capital, Chisinau. It's a really nice city. It's a small country. It's like 3 million people, something like that. Uh, very incipient tech industry, great people, good food, a little bit of borscht, which I always love. And then I moved on to Croatia, where there's a really interesting tech scene, actually. Lots of entrepreneurs, and it's very focused on sort of international markets. There's been some unicorns, and there's some investors there. And I just love Zagreb. I'd never been there. It was beautiful, very low-key, which I appreciated, a little chilly. And then on to Baku, Azerbaijan, which is, you know, it's interesting because if you go to Moldova and Croatia, they're really suffering an energy crisis. I'm sure you've read about it, the fact that Europe is really going to suffer this winter. So those countries, you know, they're like, the lights are off, the temperature's very low, and then you go to Azerbaijan, which has a lot of natural gas resources and oil and stuff like that. And everybody's partying like it's 1999. The country is booming. And it's just really interesting. It's a it's a really fun city. If you've ever read the book, The Orientalist, you know the history of Azerbaijan. But if not, Baku, Azerbaijan was kind of like this oil town 100 years ago, 
there was a lot of wealth, fancy buildings and stuff. And then it sort of became part of the Soviet Union and people kind of didn't go there that often and it was a little closed off. I went for the first time in 2000 and I think it was nine, 2008, around there for a weekend. It was, you know, it was still kind of very Soviet feeling. That is not the case anymore. It is a true world city. Very interesting. Lots of, it's kind of like a little Dubai actually. Um, fun people, fun everything. I met some really good friends there. And so I had a blast, great Great countries, also good wine countries, Moldova, Azerbaijan, good wine. Croatia is more of a beer country. Then I came back for Thanksgiving and proceeded on to Singapore and the Philippines and Taiwan. And I was there for kind of similar project, meeting with the venture capital space, understanding what's happening. And that was like a totally different vibe because of course you go from kind of old Europe to brand new Asia where everything is just new and there's skyscrapers and things are growing all the time and it's warm and sunny and it was just cool. And I have one of my good friends from college lives in Singapore. So that was a lot of fun. And you know what? I, my kind of takeaway there, first of all, Singapore is the Miami of Asia, crypto bros, and everybody moved there during the pandemic. And then you have Manila, which, you know, this is a, a country, the Philippines, which has had a huge business process, outsourcing business. It's grown up. And so you have all these call centers there. And as a result, there's been huge investment. You have this whole area, the area I was staying called BGC, which is basically like a New York City kind of vibe. But then you can go check out the old city where there's the original Spanish sort of, I guess like you'd call it like a colonial town which was amazing. And then it was the site of a lot of fighting in World War II. And then I flew into Taiwan for the weekend, which is like going back in time because it's very locked down with COVID stuff, masks everywhere, you know, people alone in a car wearing masks. It was wild. I came back and I had a wonderful trip, but I was also very tired. And so as I was thinking about the season, you know, I was kind of thinking about last season was about bold thinkers, right? And as I traveled around the world and I observed the world around me, the implosion of tech, the, all the stuff with, oh man, all the stuff with crypto, the, the war. Um, there is obviously, you know, in Asia, this China, Taiwan thing, people talking about that. Just a lot of uh, potential recessions, the energy crisis, all the things that happened in 2022. I mean, it's kind of makes your head spin. I thought to myself, well, you know, we were talking about bold thinkers, but at the same time, there was a great reset happening where a lot of people's expectations were being reset. The people who thought they were gonna have crypto millions, that's gone. The people who thought they were gonna get an IPO of their company, that's not happening. And so there's been a lot of just disappointment, I would say, and I, everybody I talked to is just kind of like, oh, what's coming in 23? Like, we can't predict it. And then of course, there was this one beautiful shining moment when Argentina won the World Cup. And if, if you guys don't know, I love Argentina. I live there. I have been going to national selection games of the Argentine national football team, soccer team, if you want to call it that, since I was in college. And to watch that game defy my expectations and in such an exciting way, I got to tell you, I cried five different times during the match. Sometimes when France scored, sometimes when Argentina scored. But that was my little, it's my little hope for 2023 is that we're gonna see some stuff like that. And that is why I'm thinking about season nine and I'm thinking about the fact that, yes, expectations have been readjusted and as a result, you gotta be audacious. If you listen to the Faux Mondays a couple weeks back about being audacious in 2023, that's where my head is at, being audacious. And so that's what we're gonna do. But I wanna tell you all about season nine in just a second. So let me take a break and I will be back to tell you what we're gonna have in season nine, how we're gonna get audacious together. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com slash FOMO. That's netsuite.com slash FOMO. netsuite.com slash FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, so season nine, season nine, audaciousness. So we're going to start, we're going to start hot because I got somebody coming on the show who I'm very excited about, somebody I respect a lot, somebody who has been a very audacious voice in calling for change. His name is David Hawk. And if you don't know that name, I bet you do, but if you don't know that name, he was one of the students at, at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School in Parkland, Florida, who, if you remember, there was a shooting on Valentine's Day a couple of years back in 2018. And the students got together and they started a national movement called March for Our Lives that really changed the conversation about gun control. And David has gone on to be, continue being a voice. And the reason why he came on the show, I mean, I'd always been like, wow, David Hogg would be great to have on the show. But, you know, he, he's big. He's got a lot of followers and stuff like that. And listen, I know we can get good people. I don't have some sort of inferiority complex, but still with people that are busy like that, it's just hard to get them. So I, I had no expectations, right? But I was watching the coverage of the Uvalde shooting in Texas and David was on TV and I was watching some of the things that happened with him and some members of Congress that like Marjorie Taylor Greene kind of went after him. And I just thought like, what, what a interesting person to talk to. Wouldn't it be interesting to understand how David kind of just figures out what he wants to do every day? And so I sent an email to uh, an email address that was on his Twitter account and his Twitter page. And that was way back in the summertime. And, you know, nothing happened, which again, uh, experience tells me that people who are like David, very busy, and he's in college too, you know, it's just hard to get to them. So you know, it's okay. However, in the fall, I got, a, I got an email from his speaking agency and they said, you know, David would love to come on the show if it's still possible. And I said, absolutely, he's always welcome. And then I did something audacious. I'm gonna start sharing with you this season, little audacious things I do, because one of the things that I've been thinking about recently is, 
you know, I'm doing a lot of speaking. It's getting busier now that the pandemic is sort of over and it's time to get an agent. And I've been thinking about how should I get an agent and who'd be a good agent? And I thought about that in the past, but I had been doing less speaking and you kind of have to be doing speaking to get a good agency. And it's all kind of, you know, it's one of these, you know, chicken and egg kind of things. And anyway, I looked at the webpage of of the, the person who reached out to me, which is the agency that David works with. And I saw they have amazing people that speak for them. And so I also reached out and I said, well, you know, in, in addition to having David on the show, I would love to talk to you about your agency because I'm actually really interested in, you know, pursuing more speaking and getting an agency. So we had a call and I ended up getting involved with them. And so I now am working with this agency. I just did that. It was a little audacious. Um, I just thought, why not? And it ended up being a great fit. So I'm very excited. So if your company is looking for somebody to speak or your conference, reach out. You can find me, of course, on my website, patrickmcginnis.com. You can find me a lots of places. But if you if you if you wanna if you wanna connect with those guys, I can put you in touch and then we can make it all happen and we'll hang out together and it'd be really terrific. And if you want David, of course, you can go there as well. <laughs> okay. So just reach out if you want more info on that. So anyway, that that kind of happened. And then I I started reading about David and you know, I was like, this guy, he's season premiere material because he's audacious. And so I got into chatting with him and, and during our interview, he was so awesome that I recorded a double a double interview. And so we're gonna run two episodes of David, right? This is a new thing I'm trying this season two is some folks say to me, and Claudia, Claudia, you know who I'm talking to. Claudia's a listener who said, you know, I'd love it if you do longer episodes. And I think that, I don't know, I'm not gonna be Joe Rogan here and do four hours. I like a shorter episode. I think you guys like a shorter episode, but, I understand, let's go deeper. And so I, I'm trying a couple of sort of uh, two-part episodes to see how they go. I'd love your feedback. So we're starting with David Hawk, and we're gonna be talking about just his journey, his audaciousness, how he thinks like an entrepreneur to build what he's doing. It's just a very good episode. He's really smart. You're gonna love it. Moving on from there, oh, a special one. Entrepreneur called Diego Saiz Hill. Now, Diego, I invested in his first company, which was called We Hostels. He then had a second company called Blue Smart. I invested in that as well as Smart Suitcases. It was took off like a rocket ship and then crashed into the ground. Then he started a new company, and right as he was doing that, his house burned down. It was crazy. And Diego talks about his journey. He has been a two-time Y Combinator, I guess you would say, member or or I don't know exactly how they said it, but he he did Y Combinator. Two times, he has this crazy new business that's raised a gazillion dollars from all the right people and it's saving the planet. And he's from Argentina. So he just talks about his journey. He's very thoughtful. He's the one who, who taught me the concept of equanimity, the idea that like you sort of crazy things happen around you and you keep your head together. So we're talking about that. Then we're gonna make a little move into healthcare. So I have a bunch of healthcare entrepreneurs, for example, Ryan Mundy of Alchemy, who is a former NFL player. We have an amazing company called Zocalo Health, which is healthcare for the Latin community. A couple others that I will not say right now, but they're very exciting. And then we're gonna get into looking at mental fitness. And we're even gonna get into psychedelics again, very interesting stuff there. And then there's some other really cool guests, uh, Matt Higgins, who is a, he has been a guest shark on Shark Tank, runs a VC firm. He has a new TV show coming out, a new book coming out. Uh, we have the founder of Pluto Pillows. They sent me a pillow. I tried it. I was like, you got to come on the show. She was on Shark Tank, actually, not with Matt, but amazing. And so we just have these great, great people coming on to inspire you, to give you ideas. And I'm just looking forward to it. Now, I just want to close with one more thing. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I do not. 
However, I do believe in goals. So I'm gonna put my goals out there just so you know them. I'm gonna keep myself honest with you, accountability partners that you are. Here they are. Number one, do more speaking, right? So I got the agency, let's make it happen. Number two, grow FOMO Sapiens podcast. Gotta grow the podcast. Gotta grow the podcast. We have a good thing going, we just keep growing it. Number three, I think I'm gonna get rid of my Peloton and get a piano. I was a very, very dedicated pianist as a kid. I miss it. I just look at the space and I'm like, why do I have a Peloton I don't ride? I actually put Christmas lights on my Peloton this year because I haven't been on it. I just wanna get a piano. A little more creative this winter. Next, number four, gonna do some travel. I'm gonna go to Argentina for Diego's wedding and also because it's my, it's my safe space. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go back to Sweden for Brilliant Minds in June. Next. I'm gonna make a pizza. My mom gave me a pizza stone for Christmas last year. I haven't used it yet. Gonna make a pizza in January 23. And finally, I'm gonna be audacious. So I want you to be audacious with me. I would love to hear what you think. If you have ideas on how to grow the pot, if you're some expert that has ideas, like I have lots of ideas too, but I would love your ideas. If you have just feedback on the show, send it my way. All right, everybody. I will see you on Thursday for the season premiere of season nine. And until then, Take care of yourselves, FOMO sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.